Hello, I'm your host, Shanita Lawson, and you are listening to On the Spotlight, where I discuss media consumption with my guests on each episode. We are going to find the truth about people's screen time and social media's usage. Whether it's good or bad, you'll get other people's perspectives and points of view. In this first episode, my guest Angua Itabello talks about her childhood and her experience as a child with social media. She talks about the positive impact it made on her while using it to help her translate and learn English. Angua states that she gets paid to make Instagram reels and sometimes when she sees her sisters or other family members share stuff on their social media and not hers, it can interfere with her relationships. She says that she is addicted to her phone and she has a hard time talking to people in person versus online, which she says is easier for her. So do you find it hard to do your work and get distracted by your phone? A lot of times, like actually right now, I had to be disciplined, so I deleted um, Instagram and uh, all my social medias on my phone, and then I just had to have them on my iPad because I don't use my iPad often. So when I have to do something, it's easier now for me to focus, but it's still hard to not have my social medias because that's like my comfort zone. I wanna watch TikTok videos, I wanna laugh. So it is hard. What app would you say you use the most? TikTok. Why is that? TikTok has pretty much everything and it's more of like if I need a tutorial of something, if I wanna love, I love drama, let's not forget that. So it's just easier to follow up with uh, some dramas of people who I don't know and judge, (laughs) things like that. Which is the least app you use? Twitter these days because they have nothing for me. I'll say I can easily find what they're talking on Twitter, on TikTok, because someone is actually elaborating if it's a drama, if it's something on TikTok, so... Do you often look at your screen time? Every Sunday, I get a notification, but I do not check because I don't want to know, to be honest. I don't want to know how much time I spend on TikTok, how much time I spend on Instagram, and things like that. And that's because I don't want to stop using my phone that much. Why is that? Because the first thing, I already know it's bad. (laughs) I already know it's bad. So I don't want to check it because my mind is already telling me it's bad. So like, why are you checking it anyways? Because I know if I check and I notice it's bad, I'll have to think about how can I reduce this. And my mind is telling me, you don't have to reduce it because you're looking at social media, it's self-care. So things like that. Do you have really get benefits when you use social media? Sometimes, so like on Instagram, I get paid when I post reels. So that's one benefit. I'm actually getting something out of using it. But sometimes I get lost track because I'm now looking at other 
people's uh, reels, photos, and sometimes it, it helps and sometimes it's joining because I'm comparing my work to other people's work because for me to actually get paid more money, I need more viewers. And now I'm comparing myself to the people that actually get more viewers. And if I spend a lot of times on that, it's joining me mentally and that's not a good thing. Do you think that is one of your reasons why you deleted Instagram? Yes, because it comes to a point where that's all I was thinking about. Like, I'm thinking about how I can get more viewers, and also it goes to the people I know who knows that I get paid when I post, they're not sharing my stuff. And so it hurts me when I see them sharing other things. So it's like, why are you not sharing my things? And it's a, I feel like it's a now getting in between my relationships with other people, like families. Like I, I know my sisters use social medias, especially Instagram. They'll post other people's, they'll reshare the post on their stories, just not mine. And that will make me question my, my stuff. Like, is this still paid? That's what they did. Not share my stuff. Am I, did that not look good enough for them to share my stuff? Uh, why didn't my boyfriend share my stuff? Why did my friends share my stuff? And I feel like it's now getting in the, in between my relationships with other people. And I feel like I just need a break to be honest, because it's a lot going on on there. How do you feel now that you have taken a break from social media? It's actually hard because I have been tempted to download it back <laughs> every two seconds because when I pick my phone up, there's nothing for me to do. Like when I'm doing an assignment and I get stuck and I just need to distract myself, there is no TikTok. And like when I'm watching a show on Netflix and I have an opinion, I know I can just go on TikTok and search the name of the show and then I'll see other people talking about it. But now I don't have that, so I've been getting tempted to download them back so bad. So would you say that you were addicted to your phone? percent And I've been aware of that for like a long time, but it's not... It wasn't that bad. I made it look that bad because for a long time, I didn't want to build relationships with people. And I'll just be comfortable with uh, having relationships with uh, the things that I'm seeing on social medias in terms of like, um, I'm comfortable just being on Pinterest, looking at things. I'm comfortable just uh, looking at videos. I'm not comfortable with uh, going to the to CJ and then sit down and then talk to somebody. I'm not comfortable with that. And I think that has ruined me in my thinking and just my well-being in general. So I have been, I was addicted, 100%. Did you find it easier talking to people over social media or through social media instead of like in person mm -hmm. because I don't know these people I get really awkward when it comes to talk to people in real life <laughs> because I don't know am I approaching you nicely I also have a hard time controlling my facial expression and so I I'm always like if I meet people like how am I behaving is my face is okay am I smiling enough for people to feel like they are more welcomed but when it comes to social medias that person does not see my face so it's easier for me to just talk to them and a lot of people who who knows me based on social medias they'll tell you that I talk too much I'm very opinionated and 
to, to the point I even have fake pages on TikTok just to comment on everything that I want because I know people are bullies. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, if they know this is me, it's a, they'll attack me. So I have to use fake pages. This is bad, so it was that bad. But it was easier for me to feel like I'm engaging and I'm talking because I can really share all my opinion in person. Even in class, I might have been thinking about something, but I can say it uh, for various reasons. One is that I don't like people noticing I have an accent, which I do, and it's okay. But I also don't want to share certain stuff because I want to keep it to myself. But when it comes to social media, that's very easy because I'm just typing. So... <laughs> Then, my second guest, Destiny Pacheco, mentions how her high school didn't allow students to have their phones at school. When you were in high school, did you use your phone for good usage, like for your work or anything? I, <laughs> in high school, I definitely did not. I, I did use it for my work at times, but considering that in high school it wasn't allowed, our phones weren't allowed, I would be on it a lot, um, so I wouldn't say it was good usage. Lastly, I will be talking about how and why they didn't allow students at my high school to have their phones in class. When I was in high school, my ninth and 10th grade years back in Alabama, the school I went to, we weren't allowed to be on our phones in class or to have them in class, but the teachers had the right to take our phones and give them back to us towards the end of the class or the end of the day. Sometimes if you were really disobedient, they would give it to the principal and they would contact your parents for them to come and pick it up. When I moved to Texas, I attended school there during my 11th and 12th grade years, but they did allow us to have our phones to a certain extent. The only time we couldn't have our phones was when we had to take a test or the teacher told us we couldn't have our phones out. Therefore, if it was an emergency call, we could take it outside of the classroom as long as we communicated with the teacher first. In my opinion, I was freer with my phone when I moved to Texas versus when I used to stay in Alabama where they had more restrictions when it came to students being on their phones. I'm your host, Shanita Lawson, and that concludes On the Spotlight. Peace.